Money is an interesting and sometimes frustrating concept for a lot of us. But if there's anything that we know about money, it's the fact that it has a tendency to bring out the absolute worst in people. Family, friends, and strangers alike can be corrupted when faced with a potential payout. And while it never excuses it, there's no arguing that money seems to make a lot of people really dangerous. Sometimes, being successful can come with its own risks. Sometimes, it ends in murder. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the 2014 murders of Russell and Shirley Derman, a couple in their late 80s that were brutally murdered. To this day, their murders remain unsolved. What could possibly cause someone to want to brutally murder two people in their late 80s? This was the question I asked myself when I first found this case. Obviously, anytime I write about a murder, I have to wonder how and why this happened. But with this case, it's kind of something else. When it comes to self-defense, the elderly are often less equipped to protect themselves than even children are. And the Dermans were 88 and 87 years old, respectively. Russell Derman was a man who had found plenty of success in his life through hard work and ambition. He served in the United States Navy during World War II. And he owned several Hardys, which are known as Carl's Jr. out here in Colorado. Fun fact. After retirement, he did what plenty of wealthy older men do and really started working on his golf game. Shirley was a lifelong stay-at-home mother and wife, but she had a handful of her own hobbies, including gardening, crossword puzzles, and playing bridge. Again, I cannot stress this enough, these were two elderly people. What makes the case even more shocking to a lot of people is the location. This happy couple lived near Lake Oconee, which I have actually had to spend a large amount of time researching for my job in recent months, and let's just say that this is a very ritzy area. The couple was fairly wealthy, and they lived in a known gated community on the lake. Given this added layer of security, you would think that they would be safe, but unfortunately, that wasn't the case. When this couple first went missing, no one took too much notice immediately. But by the time a social gathering rolled around and Shirley and Russell failed to show up, people began to worry. Hoping to check in on the couple, a neighbor went over to the house. The Dermans didn't answer the door, but the neighbor was shocked to find that the door was unlocked. 
A quick search of the house would lead them to find a shocking sight. Russell was lying in a pool of blood on the floor of the garage. And he had been decapitated. A later autopsy would reveal that Russell was likely shot in the head, but that wasn't all. He sustained other injuries during the altercation as well. I can't imagine finding a neighbor or loved one or anyone, obviously, in this state, but I think what makes it even worse was that Shirley was nowhere to be found. Initially, police made the obvious assumption that Shirley was kidnapped. Her husband was murdered in a terrible fashion, and there weren't any signs of her. Police knew that she could not have committed the crime, so they began a search, hoping to at least be able to save Shirley. Unfortunately, Shirley would be found over a week later. It seems possible that she was kidnapped, but the kidnappers had obviously made the decision to kill her, and fairly quickly, considering where she was found. She was in the nearby lake that touched the gated community. Further investigations would reveal that she was bludgeoned with a blunt object, then weighed down using concrete blocks at the bottom of the lake. A killing like this isn't something that a community just moves on from. The circumstances under which this elderly couple died are terrible, and they're also really extreme. This was a point of interest for police. A crime like this doesn't happen every day, and few parts of this case really make any kind of sense. Why would they kill Russell, but take Shirley? And why did the crime seem so aggressive and so personal? With something like this, we often look and say, oh, this was some kind of crime of passion, right? My mind automatically went to that show Southern Fried Homicide with this one because it takes place in Georgia. And a lot of the time, we see cases with wealthy individuals linked to the people closest to them. But in this case, police have basically nothing to go on. The couple left behind a devastated son, and not just for the obvious reasons you might expect. One of the Dermans' other sons was actually murdered in 2000, so tragedy has definitely followed this family. And because I know that you're curious, there is no connection between these cases as far as police are concerned. Still, it leads us to wonder what could have happened here. Given the wealth in the home, it isn't surprising that police assumed that they were the victims of someone who wanted to steal from them. And this theory makes sense, right? People are terrible, and people have certainly killed for less money and less valuables, but this is also what makes this case seem so strange. The Dermans had a home full of valuable items, but nothing notable seemed to be missing. 
unless they had something highly valuable and specific that wasn't included in insurance documentation and wasn't known about by friends or family, it seems like everything in the house was left alone. Which, once again, begs the question, why did this happen? I'm sure you guys agree that there is obviously more to the story. There is no way that this was a random killing, not with everything that went into it. Entering a gated community alone would have put the person at some kind of additional risk of being found out, and placing Shirley in a highly public place nearby is even more risky. I grew up in the suburbs where people call the police on kids for yelling at the pool and cops give out curfew tickets to minors. And I can't imagine that this kind of place is much different. I'm honestly shocked that no one seems to have seen or heard anything. Police have been equally stumped with this case. They have no real motive for the killing, and they've ruled out the most obvious suspects, but that doesn't mean that they're done. In fact, in May of this year, police announced that there might be a new lead in the case. Unfortunately, they declined to share what the new lead was, but they did say that they think it might help them to identify who murdered this poor couple. Some people believe that they might have more evidence regarding an older suspect, Todd Kolop. This man was a real estate developer who started murdering people later in his life, or so the story goes. He was found guilty of two counts of kidnapping, seven counts of murder, and criminal sexual assault as well. At the time, police couldn't guarantee that he was in the area, but people strongly believed that this particular serial killer might have been involved with this case. There are so many unanswered questions and disturbing parts of this story, but for now, that's all we know. Hopefully, with this new evidence, police can finally determine what happened to the Dermans and help their family to continue to heal. If you want to discuss the security, or lack thereof, of gated communities, the disturbing number of crimes committed against the elderly, or other acts of violence, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.